Welcome to What Are You Sporting About podcast, a podcast about business, employment, sports, and entertainment to help educate, support, and guide you to your next level. Here's your host, Attorney Savania DeBarros. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so happy to be back with you again for another episode of What Are You Sporting About? If you've been here many, many times and you already know who I am, and I got to tell you guys, I sound a little bit different today because I'm a little stuffy. So with all of the weather changes, your girl is kind of getting over the stuffiness. So just bear with me today, okay? It's still nothing but love here in the house today. So if you are new here, please, please say something, introduce yourself, comment, let me know who you are and where you are. Um, what type of business do you have? Are you an athlete? Are you a former athlete? Are you an athlete advocate? What brought you to What Are You Sporting About podcast? And as always, I have this initial request. If you guys want to keep getting dope content and listening from experts in different industries, then it is time to go ahead and click that subscribe button. We want to make sure that you continue to be notified whenever we are going live or produce and release a new episode. <clears throat> All right. So that also means when we have different events and things happening, we definitely want to make sure that you are the first to know about it. All right. Sounds good. So with that being said as well, I want to invite you to the second annual NIL Combine this year in July happening in Chicago. Make sure you get your tickets right now, guys. Tickets are on sale. We are no longer in the early bird stage, but athletes, let me let me specify student athletes. Okay. Student athletes, what's up? Because if you guys want to come, and I, I recommend, highly recommend that you make your way to NIL Combine Chicago 2023 because the information is about to be on fire, guys. It's about to be on fire. If you are sick and tired of going to events where people are saying, we're going to talk about this, we're going to teach you how to do this, and you get there and the only thing you get is Google Googleable, meaning you can go to Google and find the information yourself. If the only thing you get is Googleable information, whew, I hate to cut it to you. You were in the wrong room. So if you want to get more than surface level information and you are ready to dive deep and you're ready to walk away with actual implementation already under your belt, NIL Combine is the place to be. Make sure you go right now to bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023. Bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023. Make sure NIL Combine is in all caps because this link is very case sensitive. All right. So NIL Combine is the number one premier event for name, image, and likeness, supporting student athletes around this nation to help them understand monetize, leverage, and protect their name, image, and likeness. And of course, we also want to educate and support athlete advocates. So if that is you, I'm inviting you personally. I'm inviting you. Come get in the room, connect with me and other amazing experts, people who are being handpicked by me to support you on this journey. And you do not want to miss this. Let me repeat, you do not want to miss this. All right. So You've heard it here from your girl, Savannah Brown's protector of athletes. I got to look out for my folks, so make sure you're in the room. 
All right, so let me just reintroduce myself if you're just coming on. I'm Savannah Navarro, also the host of the What Are You Sporting About podcast. Gotta go and subscribe to your favorite podcast and platforms so you never miss an episode. But I'm also an attorney. I That is my bread and butter. That's my day-to-day. That's how I support. That's how I encourage. That's how I motivate. I do that through legal support and education. It's something I love. I truly, truly enjoy talking about your legal rights and what how it can really bring joy to your life. So if, <clears throat> if you have not yet, make sure you subscribe and go to bit.ly forward slash NIL combine 2023 so you don't miss out on all this good stuff. All right. So today, today I am talking about quitting last. And I know it doesn't make any sense, guys. Listen, I heard this notion the very first time from a young man this past week. I was at a conference and I heard this young man who teaches individuals about webinars, right? And his message just resonated with me in so many different ways. And I know you might be wondering in your mind, okay, um, how is somebody talking about webinars when they're talking about quitting and then quitting last? Like that absolutely does not make any sense to me, Savani. Like what are you getting at? All right, so bear with me for a second because I know that everything that we do, we can do something that's totally different. We can teach people something that's totally different from what they're used to, right? Everybody's industry is not necessarily the same, but our gifts are also not the same. And so when you get into a place where you feel um, like you're struggling and you're not really sure if this was the space for you and you feel like, Things are just way, way much more harder than you anticipated. You begin to think about quitting. You begin to think about quitting. So just keep that in your mind for a little bit. How often do we think about quitting? All right. And I don't know if you've ever heard this saying, you know, don't be a quitter. Don't be a quitter. We see quitting as this very negative thing, which in a lot of respects, it it absolutely can be. Obviously, I'm going to say this, if you're in a very volatile situation, quitting may be the thing that you need to do, you know, for your own mental, spiritual health journey and physical well-being, right? But we typically hear and know of quitting as a very negative thing. And so when I heard this gentleman talking about it, in relation to webinars, I'm like, you gotta, like, you gotta be kidding me, but in a super great way, because it just goes to show how much people can connect with another individual on something that is so different than what I've already been doing. All right. So bear with me for a second, because part of this concept of quitting last, part of this concept, when I think about it, is more so around that that piece about resilience. Like, how are we going to show up? How are we going to go against the grain each and every time when when our minds start to try and play tricks on us or when we start thinking about all those negative things that people have said about us in the past and we start to fall victim with that and we start to seem like we're falling deeper into the cracks, into the holes of these things and these ideas that we've wrapped ourselves into that didn't even belong to us in the first place. When does our resilience show up? When does it actually show up for us and keep us from quitting at that stage? So if you don't know what resilience means, um, I pulled this up 
And it means the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness, but it also means the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, right? So then it talks about having some form of elasticity. Do you have elasticity in your life? Are you a person to just spring back no matter what? And you're like, hey, I know this is going to be hard, but listen, I'm going to go for it. If I get knocked down, I'm just going to spring back up, right? We have to be like objects and spring forward to the things that we want, regardless of how difficult it may feel. That's where resilience comes into play. We don't have to be the individual say, oh, uh, you know, I got into this major car accident and um, I was about to lose my life and I fought and I fought and I fought. Yeah, that is a form of resilience, right? Not willing to give up on your life. That is definitely a form of resilience at the, you know, one of the most extreme examples. But being resilient can be also the fact that there's been so much negative and limiting beliefs that have been that you have been inundated with that you're refusing to walk in that light. Like you're refusing to believe those things that other people have uh, technically given to you. You're not adopting that. You refuse to adopt those things. And so we have to make sure that in every aspect of our lives, we are building a muscle of resilience. Someone said to me, Savanya, I see how hard you work. I know it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You never give up. That is my thing. No matter how hard it is, I may go and I may cry in a corner somewhere or I may talk to my husband about it. But I tell you one thing, I never stay down long because it's time to have elasticity. We have to spring back up into action because that's where the secret sauce is. That's where things happen for us is when we choose to get up and to fight anyway. We have to fight anyway. And for some of us, we're already pushing past so many barriers, so many lack of resources, so many limiting beliefs that also come from our communities and this country. All right. So there's already so much that you're fighting against. The last thing you need is to tell yourself that you can't do it. It just does not work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Check this out. So I want you to kind of think about yourself. Are you a resilient person? And I know this, this talk isn't necessarily about resilience, but bear with me because I'm going to get to that point of quitting last. Are you a resilient person? Do you have the ability to just bounce back whenever things are going hard? Or are you the kind of person that's just like, you know what? Um, maybe this isn't for me. It shouldn't be this hard. I'm going to just try. I'll try again later. And then later never really comes or when it does comes like five years later. And then you're looking at everybody else who took off after you and they're in a much better situation. Do you think that's resilient? Is that a pure example of being resilient, of having the tenacity to really go after every single thing, regardless of how hard things may be? Look, there's a study that shows that 83% of Americans thought they had high mental and emotional resilience. But in fact, only 57% of them scored on the resilience meter, <laughs> right? Only 57% scored as resilient, but 83% thought that they were resilient. So I want you to think about yourself in that position. Are you one of those people who really think that you are a resilient person, but in reality, you might not even be on the scoreboard for being a resilient person. That means we have to take 
a very internal look in towards ourselves, kind of figure out how do we show up and how do we respond to certain things? Do we stop when things get hard? Do we fall back on limiting beliefs when things get difficult? Do we start talking um, limiting beliefs and basically death into our lives and into the things that like the gifts that we have? Because if you do, then you're not resilient. But I'm here to tell you that it's okay because we can build that muscle. We can build that muscle. So here's my point about quitting last. For an individual to quit last, you have to have built-in resilience. You have to be that person to say, look, I'm going to take action no matter what. I'm going to take this next step after the next step after the next step after the next step no matter what. I know it's going to be hard. Yeah, sure, it's supposed to be hard. It's going to be hard. You know why? Because you might be like me, the first person in your family to do something. You might be the first person in your family to make the most money anyone has ever made in their lives or in a short term. Okay, so just by the nature of that, it's going to be hard because no one else before you has done it that you know, that you know. But when you continue taking a step, when you continue moving forward, guess what ends up happening? You tend to keep running into people who are also on the same or similar journeys or people who are mentally in the same place, who are still fighting for something similar to what you're fighting for. And then you're able to join rings and you're able to keep moving. You're able to keep going and you're able to change lives along the way. So what you think happens when you actually get to the place where you desire to be? You're going to have to keep going and keep going and keep going because guess what happens? When you reach a certain level of success, there's another level to be conquered. But you can't even get there if you already quit before this game even starts. So when this young man talked about quitting last, to me, it was like, you're just giving us another lesson on resilience. You're giving us another lesson to say, listen, you already thinking about it anyway. But what could change if you were the last person to give up? Because here's what happens. If you're the last person to give up, then that means that you haven't really given up. Everybody else just gave up, but you kept going. You kept going half of the time. You just have to keep yourself in the ring long enough to see what's going to happen. It's almost like being a fisherman, going out to cast a net, but you're so tired. You're like, well, I don't have time for this. And you leave and go home. You'll never see the fish flow into your net. You'll never uh, reap that harvest. You'll never be able to take it home. You'll never be able to sit and scale the fish and clean the fish and cook the fish and have a meal around the fish with your your kids, your family, whomever. You'll never be able to tell the story about how long it took for you to be on the boat to cast this net and to fish, right? You'll never be able to tell the story about how one fish maybe tried to get away and was moving so hard and fast and to the point that you almost lost them. You won't have the ability to tell those stories if you are the first person to always quit. And that's where resilience comes into play. We have to be so vigilant about our own lives, about our legacy and about the success that we want to create. Because here's the thing, the success that we create means that it's another pathway for other people to create their successes. And then that pathway helps those other individuals to create legacies that will continue to live on. But if we quit, there's also a ripple effect that other people won't sit inside of their gifts. They won't move forward in their lives because there are just some people who need what you have 
to get on to their next stage of their progress. So here's what I want you to think about. Do you have the adequate resilience built into you? Think about it. Like really, really think about it. And what can you do to help yourself acquire the resilience that you need to keep moving forward in this world? Because I hate to break the news to you if you didn't already know, the world doesn't give us any kind of support, right? The world is not going to help us. It doesn't care about our feelings. It doesn't care about how many times we cry at night. It doesn't care about how many hours we put towards our craft. It just does not care. And so when it doesn't care and you care more than it cares for you, you have to have resilience and you cannot afford to quit. But if you're going to quit, be the last one to do it. Because guess what? You're going to capture something in the progress. So here's the point. Preserve. Preserve your perseverance. Push, 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 push. And don't quit until the last person has quit. All right? So... One thing this gentleman said that really resonated with me um, is that this concept is very contrary to what we would think because it just flips it back on its head. And here's a picture that I, I drew when he was sharing his story about this idea of quitting last. He talked about being on a pier and all these other individuals are down in a ward in the water somewhere and they're drowning but he keeps trying to throw off a raft to help these individuals to save their lives because he know that what he has could be the thing to change their lives and these individuals below the deck just keep kind of fighting the rafts they don't want to get saved and he talks about having an obligation to continue offering your help your services if you know that it is the thing that will change somebody's life But if you give up because they keep pushing you away, you'll never save them. But eventually, they begin to latch on to the raft and he saves them. All right. Now, this is a figuratively, you know, idea, but I drew this stuff out because I'm such a um, picture person. But I drew it out because I thought about how powerful it is. And sometimes the idea, like the perception of thinking that someone is fighting against what we have, technically, they might not even be fighting against what you have. And if you take the same example that I just used, they might not have been fighting against the wrath. In fact, they might have actually wanted the wrath, but they're so focused on trying to live that they they didn't even see that you had something there to save them. So if you would have quit before that individual grabs a hold of the raft, you will cost them their life. You will cost them their livelihood. Think about how powerful that is, right? A lot of things are extremely perceptive. We think we know what people are thinking. We think we know what they're doing. We think that, you know, we just feel like they don't want to work with us for whatever reason, but we don't really know that for for sure. We don't know that. And so it's important that we refuse to give up. It's important to have built-in resilience and built-in courage so we can continue reaching out to individuals and so that we don't quit, but if we quit, we quit last, all right? I'm Savannah Nebraska's protector of athletes, and I got to invite you again. I want to keep educating, supporting, and motivating you guys to your next level. Make sure you get your tickets right now to the NIL Combine 2023 live event. 
all student athletes will get in free, but there is a limit to how many people we can have attend. So if you or you know someone who would be uh, who would love to come and be a part of this event, make sure you go right now to bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023. That's NIL Combine 2023. Make sure they get in the room, get their registration on file so they do not miss out. Again, I'm Savannah Navarro's protector of athletes. And as always, guys, you know I love to come and drop it on this mic and share with you guys major and powerful things that also help me in my own personal and business life. All right. So until next time, I'll check you later. Ciao. Joining us this week on What Are You Sporting About podcast. Make sure to visit our website, prosportlawyer.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite platform is so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, What Are You Sporting About? Attorney Savania DeBarros is available for private consulting at SL debarros.com and remember we're here to educate support and guide you in your journey to success because we're all sporting about something